Today's just going to be one of those days. <laughs> Welcome to the Art of the Dive Game Week 30. Just about done here. We're in the middle of the Chelsea Wolves game. So Jake and I are recording a little bit earlier just because of schedules this week. Wanted to make sure we had a Monday morning commute pot out. I know listeners love that. Going okay thus far. Not a ton of luck on the host side here, but tons of Game Week 31 blank talk to discuss this week. Jake, how are you, buddy? Um, I'm, I'm in a pretty grumpy mood have to work early today you know just not excited about that i I am gonna catch what would that be i'll I'll be able to catch most of the arsenal man U game so that that i'm excited about i it's interesting jake because last week you had like a pretty average game week and you're crabby and this week you captain the correct player and have a great game week and you're still crabby last week you were whining about having to work late now this week you're whining about having to work early i'm just i'm not really sure like is there ever happiness in your life yeah it's a great question i don't know either (laughs) just gonna leave it at that huh I mean, to be honest, like, I'm glad I got one of 14 players. Actually, two. Rondon played well. But it it's more the FPL sense, and we'll get into this a little bit later. It's just the, the incorrect transfer after incorrect transfer after incorrect transfer. Like, that's like, you know, you can't do much to change your team in this game. But that's right. the one thing you can do, and and you feel like a bad FPL manager when you miss your transfers week in and week out, I guess is what I yeah, would that, say. That, that is how you change your team, by making transfers, in fact. <laughs> yes, and usually not making 20 at one time for a minus 80. Well, some people do, some people some, don't. You some know, do. Everybody plays the game, you know, as they say, Jake, play the game your own way. Make your yeah. own choices. Yeah. I hate people that say that. Uh, okay. So, so Jake's got his, uh, angry pants on today. That's good. A couple little pod updates. First off, we did launch the Slack channel this last week. Uh, it's going really, really well. I think we have like 75 people. Jake has said like one word the entire time on the channel. Uh, I have made a handful of people admins from the pod. Um, kind of, I tried to kind of pick people like in different time zones so that we would have someone that could be active throughout most of the day uh which is i'm very appreciative of the people that have been added and i'm probably going to have a few more uh, that we'll be adding on soon here anyways the channel is just a really cool space to connect people from the podcast we have a bunch of different uh kind of topics that we can talk about game week transfers um you know uh, rate my team uh, match chat captaincy picks so you can kind of go into these different threads about uh specifics to the game and it's in my opinion, um, it's a little less noisy than Twitter, and it's a little bit, a lot more personal because it's connecting kind of individual people. And we have an introduce yourself section, which I thought was kind of cool. A bunch of people posted in there. If you haven't yet and you're part of the channel, do that because it's kind of interesting to just see where people are from, you know, what maybe what they kind of their background is in FPL and in life and things like that. So, uh, Jake, have you you've had a little chance to check it out, right? Yeah, I was uh, doing a little bit on game day, but I haven't done the introduce myself section, so I got to do that. Yeah, can't wait. Do you want me to like write one up for you right now? Yeah, that would be great. Let's hear it. Okay, hi. 
Hi, I'm Jacob, and I whine about a lot of things. I'm constipated most of the time, so I have to talk like this. I'm not a real doctor, and I'm quite bad at FPL and podcasting. Please don't be mean to me. Yeah, that's, I mean, that was like 90% accurate. I would just say I'm I'm not typically, not typically constipated. I don't usually have that issue, so. Otherwise, pretty spot on. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I should pod the entire pod with that voice. <laughs> oh my god, we okay. I don't know if we'd gain listeners or lose listeners. Oh, lose listeners for sure. It's probably funny for about four seconds, and then people are like, "You need to stop with yeah. that. That's bad." Yeah. Okay, um, so so yeah, if you're interested in joining, it's open to anyone. We're not doing like a a Patreon version of it or anything. Um, so all you have to do is contact me. You can email us at theartofthedive at gmail dot com. I need your email address. Uh, or you can send me a DM on Twitter, uh, and I will add you to the group. It's a lot of fun. Uh, anyways, we are also going to be starting a league for the end of the year. So I've heard a lot of managers say that, that they're just fatigued with the season in general, and I don't blame them. Full disclosure, I'm having a very good year. I'm in the top 5,000 right now. I've been in the top 10K almost the entire year, and I am way fatigued. I'm just, like, burned out. I haven't been watching as many games i've you might notice i've not been on twitter as much or even the slack channel that we just opened i i'm just burned out uh, that's the reality of it and i think a lot of people hit that point uh right now in the season especially if they don't have something to fight for anymore maybe their or is not very good their mini leagues they're not performing very well in so we're going to start a mini league uh it's called uh and get rid this is i came up with this name myself i'm pretty much a genius uh travis shaw's minus 80 psl Okay, so that's the name of the league, Travis Shaw's minus 80 PSL. Anyone's allowed to join it. The game week scoring will be uh, starting in game week 31. So it's just the last, uh, what is that, eight weeks of the season, right? So last eight weeks of the season. And the goal of the league is to beat Jake. So everybody's goal that joins the league, you, you just want to beat Jake. Okay, so <laughs> sorry, Jake. Um, no, good so news the good news is we're setting the bar low for everybody. So there you go. Well, you know, yes, yes, that is good. And that, it's a confidence builder, right? Everyone can be a winner then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone should be a winner. <laughs> I hope so. Um, this will be a, a fun league just to mess around in. No prizes for it or anything like that. We're, it's just a fun league. So if you want to join it, especially if you're like, you know what, I'm kind of sick of the other leagues. I just want one that we can mess around in. Uh, this will be a fun one. The league code uh, and I'll post it in the description of this podcast. So um, if you're on SoundCloud or iTunes or whatever, you can just go and look in the description of the podcast and find this. But one two seven four eight seven one three six seven six zero. There is an auto join like link, and I tried it with some of the people in the Slack channel, and it wasn't working. I'll post it on our Twitter page. Um, we can try it again, but if it doesn't work, you just have to go to the leagues tab and click. Um, join leagues and you type in one two seven four eight seven dash one three six seven six zero so join that it'll be fun emma asked what is jake's strategy going to be to beat everyone over the last eight weeks jake what what is uh, what's your take here i mean this is a a different way to approach the game eight weeks how are you going to do it i'm going to have someone else manage my team actually i was thinking it's kind of a shame i i you know I'll go with the surprise of last week, but I used my um, bench boost this week 
So that's that's kind of a shame. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> Surprise! I wish I would have held that, but that's okay. At one point in last week's pod, Jake, well, last week's pod, you said that you, what did, what else did you do last week? Didn't you like drop Sala? I dropped Sala, which I, oh man, I woke up this morning to a four goal Liverpool and was like shitting myself and was like, oh, you actually, you actually pooped yourself in your bed. No, I didn't. I didn't. But I was very (laughs) nervous. You're over here like, Woodford, come clean this up. (laughs) Oh, no. Woodford is Jake's cat, <laughs> and he would eat poop. That is definitely something Woodford would do. <laughs> uh, yeah, but no, I was very worried. No goals. I don't know. Did he yeah, get an assist even? He he did. He had one assist, and people were going crazy about two other assists that they people were saying that he should have had. They were saying, well, Aguero got his. and Okay, they weren't assists, so stop whining about it. Yes, official FPL has miscalled other ones, but the reality of it is we want we want them to abide by the rules that they have stated, uh, and so they weren't assists. And was it the it. did Aguero get that assist for that first Sterling yeah, goal? Yeah, yes. that is pretty shitty. Yeah, I know, and I know that that's the metric that people or the standard that people are using to measure the solaces, but it, it's. Yeah, it's hard. It's tough. I, I don't blame you for being frustrated, but I think we just kind of got to get over it. So, uh, all right, Jake. So your strategy is going to be that you have no chips um, and that you're going to let somebody else manage your team mm-hmm. uh, and you're going to continue to wake up in the morning pooping yourself. Is that Yes, that I don't have Sala. Yeah, that's the trifecta right there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, all right, join the league, folks. It'll be fun. Um, all right, that's the business end of things. So, I guess let's get into some kind of big picture topics like we normally do at the top of the pod here. And we've got just a couple little things to talk about. Um, FPL Virgin, always writing in, love it, says, I've forgotten what points feel like. When will the pain stop? <laughs> uh, I don't, I'm not laughing at you, FPL Virgin. We're, we're laughing in, with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with, with you. Yeah. Um, it's interesting at this point in the year, I think a lot of managers are feeling like that because, you know, especially if you're a non-casual, right? If you're spending a lot of time playing the game uh, and, and you take the game relatively seriously, this is supposed to be the money time of the year, right? Like the last 10 game weeks or whatever, when there's these blanks and these doubles and and these chips, and I know a lot of that is yet to come, but this is supposed to be the time when you're like flying up the ranks if you've had a rough year, especially... And when it doesn't come, oof, it hurts. Uh, I mean, you've you've had a little bit of a struggle with that as well, Jake. Yeah. Well, the the funny thing is, and it's hard because we don't we don't keep good track of this, me and you personally, um, or you and I personally. But good last year, last year felt the same, did it not? I feel like toward the end of the year, I don't know if it's because bottom table teams are really like Southampton playing Spurs close, although they've been. They've been good recently for the past few weeks, um, but I don't. I don't know. It just seems like someone's got to tell like the top table sides, like, "Hey, you know, you guys are fighting for Champions League spots." I don't know if you've noticed this. I don't. I don't know too. I mean, it might be the the congestion. Like it's it's hard when you're playing good teams, great great teams in Champions League or good teams in Europa, right. and then traveling back to play. A Premier League team that's had an extra three days to prepare, um, but I just felt like this happened last year. I I do feel I, though it, the points have just dried up with your typical usual players right now. Yeah, I think you are right. I was 
I was looking a little bit at last year and I'm and full disclosure, no heavy research on this. I was just kind of casually looking, but I didn't really make any ground at, in the last 10 game weeks of the season last year. I just kind of like stayed exactly where I was at. Um, you know, I guess that does come down to like where people do say this and we've talked about like herd mentality and how a lot of the times that's the right way to go, but maybe, you know, and I, I don't want to look too much into this, but, but maybe there is an argument for, you know, maybe going against the grain a little bit. And, and this idea of like style of play, playing safe versus playing aggressive. If I was having a really bad year at this point, like my rank was completely screwed, I would probably just be like taking hits for fun at this point and, and playing incredibly aggressively, like just playing week to week, trying to get the best players in. Yeah. I tried that with King. That, that went well. No, I'm kidding. Uh, kind of. Sad face. Uh, the reality of it is that that, and we can see that again with this week. That one player can really decide your the entire game week for basically all the managers. And this has happened a number of times. Salah had his big hat trick. Aguero's had a couple huge performances. Um, Sterling this week, of course, with that uh, three goals in like fifteen minutes or whatever. Uh, Bitter and Stout, uh, one of our followers on Twitter, um, posted a little graphic with the. Uh, with the, the players in our league, who they all captained. And I thought that was interesting. Nobody's really ever done that before. So thanks. Um, thank you for doing that. Uh, Sala was the number one captain. We have about a little over 100 players in the league this year, and I know a lot of people have asked to get in, and we, we kind of closed after game week 12. But but um, but 51 players, Captain Sala, 25 Aguero, and 18 Sterling. And then the rest were were amongst, you know, like Vardy, Hazard, Son, you know, other players. So if you didn't captain Sterling then you basically had a bad game week. And that's that's one thing that can make FPL so frustrating and really challenging at this point of the year when, like you said, Jake, the points have kind of dried up. Yeah, ex- exactly. Your captain, it's one of the hardest things to determine, but it, it's one of the biggest factors on your team. And that, you know, personally, that's something I can stand to, to live with a little bit more. Like I've been missing recently with Sala, but it, you know... It's it's just the the way it is, and I think you make your best educated guess and move on from there. Yeah, you just you make the picks with the information you have, right? Agreed. Yeah. So I guess that would just be my comment to to version there, right? This at this point in the year, it it is really frustrating um, when it when it's not working out for you. That said, that if you if you do still have your chips, there's a lot of potential for some ground to be made up here uh, in the the next couple game weeks. So. You know, maybe maybe stay the course. Don't be afraid to be a little bit more aggressive, um, and start crossing your fingers that you hit some captain picks because, unfortunately, that's just like the way it works with this game. If you don't get your captain right, it's very rare that you can have a good game week. Okay, uh, uh, okay Jake. Some um, some chip reminders for folks that I just wanted to hit, kind of on that note of uh, chip usage, and this is for people that have been playing the game for a number of years. Um, you know, you're going to be rolling your eyes like, yeah, obviously this is more for the newer players, which I know we have quite a few listeners that are. So just some quick chip reminders. Um, you can only play one chip per week. Oh, Jake, this is probably for you too, with the way you play. So <laughs> with, yeah, with the uh, way I manage my team. Yeah. Uh, you can only play one chip per week. So, um, you have to keep that in mind. I know that and we can talk in a little bit, Jake, when we get to looking at our own teams. That was one of the reasons or one of the factors in why you decided to play your bench boost this week. Uh, some people might be shaking their head like, why would Jake do that? But for the record, Jake and I did talk about it and decided that it was not necessarily a bad move. 
Uh, and so, so you can only play one ship per week. Um, the free hit, there's been a lot of confusion about the details of that free hit ship. So just, we talked about it last week, but I'll say it again. Your free hit reverts your team back to your previous game week. So if you're going into game week, let's say 31 right now, and you're going to be free hitting, and you have a you have a current team right now, the team that you have right now is the team that you are going to start game week 32 with. So when you free hit, you'll bring all these players in and out of your team. The team's going to go back. Now, I know a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, we, we knew that. But where the confusion comes is, well, what if I use my free transfer for game week 31 right now and I change a player out and then I free hit after that? Do I still have that transfer that I made in game week 32? And the answer is no. You will have the same team that you started game week 30 with. So just keep that in mind. Well, well, um, you will have that transfer though, right? Like it'll revert back to one, but it doesn't also. You, you don't stack transfers, correct? That's right. what I remember. So, exactly. From last year. Yeah. So so going into so once you use that free hit, going into game week thirty two, no matter what you did, you'll still have your team from thirty, and you'll have one free transfer. Now that's another good point, Jake. If you have a banked transfer, you will not have it back. So for those of us that are thinking of a game week thirty two uh, free hit. You want to, if you have any bank transfers right now, you want to use them going into 31. Okay. You will not get to keep them uh, after 32 then once you play your free hit. Does, does that make sense, Jake? Yep. Makes complete sense. I, I made okay. this mistake last year, so I'm not going to do that again. Well, and normally I don't defend you for anything. In your defense, it's a stupid rule. If you, ba- I think if you bank a transfer, you should be able to have that transfer after you use your free hit. Same, it's the same th- rule with wildcard. So the wildcard function is the same as the free hit. It's it's kind of stupid. It doesn't really make sense. If you bank that transfer, you should have it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. And we haven't had this discussion, but this is why we need to move up in the ranks of FPL leadership. You know, we have great ideas. That's all, you know, all I have to say. I, I don't know that, like, we is the right word. <laughs> like, you know, like maybe... You, like you and maybe, like, me sometimes, or... I was thinking more like you could have just said Marco or oh, okay. you, and then you could have just ended it, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. Something to think about for the future when you speak. Uh, okay, and then the last thing is um, some people were asking about when you use that free hit chip. So let's say you go you go into your transfer section, you make all your transfers, and then you select you have to select your free hit chip to make sure that you play it. So keep that in mind. Uh, and then people were wondering, well, can I go back into the transfer section after I've confirmed those transfers and make transfers again? And the answer is yes. Your free hit functions uh, like a wild card does. So um, for once you play that free hit, you can make transfers the entire week. Uh, that is my understanding. That's Is that correct, Jake? That is correct. Okay. I was just double-checking. I I get so nervous with the free hit chip because it is it was new as of last year, and full disclosure, like it freaks me out whenever I play it. I think I'm going to fuck it up and uh, uh, do like a minus 80 or something. Yeah, like who would do that? I don't know. Idiots. Okay, so those are how the uh, the chips work. So let's talk, um, Jake. Let's get into our teams. Uh, I know the game week's still going on. Um, what's going on with that Chelsea game? So it's still one nothing Wolves uh, in the 80th minute. So that's kind of interesting. Yeah, Chelsea um, bereft of ideas. If if anyone wants to know my thoughts on this game, but that's that's about it. So yeah, is Sorry going to get fired? I think so. I think he might actually... I, I kind of felt bad for him. I, I always feel like you should at least get, like, a couple years. So, I don't know. I mean, it's hard. Um, 
but it just seems like he's lost a little bit of locker room control and that's always difficult as or a, a team lot owner oh, a lot of it yeah to be fair yeah. um yeah. but it's not like he he's in great position to do well there but you know well let's let's not get too far away from fpl yeah okay we're back we're back then we're back uh let's talk about our teams then a little bit um I guess there's still time left, but how is your team doing so far? How many points do you have? <laughs> so I made, uh, I'll just say it because this, you know, literally as I'm watching, I saw Jimenez score today. I, I transferred, I made three, three or two, tra- no, two transfers. Um, I brought in Azpilicueta, actually, excuse me, I did make three. Azpilicueta uh, transferred okay. in for Doherty, who will probably keep a clean sheet. Um, and then I brought in Hazard, who is sitting at two points. Um, and then I brought in King, who also got two points for Jimenez. Nice. So I, nice. in total, am probably going to lose if Jimenez gets three bonus points about uh, about 15 points with those three transfers um and not to actually 18 if you count the solaces so over three there um and then everyone else on my team got me one point so far except for sterling who i captained um so i'm in a green arrow and i guess with the bench boost rondon had a nice game he's he's been a decent pickup he finally uh performed again which was good yeah yeah, solid performance from Ryan. Um So after, I know that not everything's updated, but uh, what is your overall, like right now, what's your overall rank? Um, with the bench boost, I it looks like my game week rank, rank is 80,000, which is actually pretty good. Yeah, and what's your overall? Oh, sorry, yeah. Overall is, I'm up in to 275,000 which oh, feels good cuz I've a, been sitting in the big jump. Yeah, I've been sitting in the mid 450s for a while. It just could have even been more fantastic had I kept Doherty and Jimenez, but I will say the reason I got rid of them is cuz of the blank game week and I wouldn't have had enough players and I I figured Chelsea at home would put up more of a fight against Wolves, but I guess I was wrong there. Ah, they just seem to have rolled over. Uh anyone on your team that you want to stab? Oh, Felipe still came off in like yeah. the 46 minute. I don't even know I, if someone could explain, maybe like tweet, tweet us. I don't know. Write us an essay, email us smoke signals. What happened to that guy? I mean, he, I, I enjoyed watching him play. And I mean, West Ham, they're not a team I watch frequently, um, but he just looked so great and he has just completely fallen apart. And I, I don't know why. I do think that the best way to handle his lack of performance is probably a stabbing. Yeah, I mean, there's no could, other way. You could also right. You could also try like a talking to. You know, like hey, Felipe. You know, and and, and while you know, brandishing you could do this a little, the knife. Well, I was thinking, you know, you'd start by chatting with him, right? Listen, man, okay. this is what you need to do. You know, you're drifting into wide areas. You're dropping too deep. You know, try to combine to get in things like that, and then you lure him in for a stabbing. Yeah. The only thing I can say is at least West Ham have suffered with his poor lack of play. I always like to see the team suffer when my FPL players <laughs> suffer. God, you are 
you're an evil little man. It's you know dark. That, yeah, right? it's dark. Yeah. <laughs> like, I want to kill them and I want their whole team to fail. <laughs> if he doesn't win, then your whole team sucks. Okay. Uh, all right. Let me look at my team here. Um, so I'm currently on 62 points. I have Pogba and Rashford yet to play. Um, I brought in this week. So I dropped Sané last week for Madison. Um, so Madison got me an assist, which was good this week. Uh, and I was just, and you and I talked about this on the phone on Friday. We were both trying to figure out, is it worth bringing King in? And Eddie Howe is a lying piece Son of shit. Of yeah. Too. He's, he's, fr- yeah, he's going down. Uh, he's frustrating. He, um, you know, he, he came out and said that Wilson, oh, yeah, Wilson's been playing a little bit on the grass. You know, like, oh, I'll have to talk to the physio. We'll have to see how he's doing. Then he starts and plays 90. Uh, yeah, we coming should... off of this. Sorry, not to interrupt you, um, which I already Well, you did, did anyways. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is exactly what happened to me with Frazier when he had his hat trick. How uh, yeah. we should just mark it in our brains that how is a lying bastard. When well, it comes quite to a player few, health. Yeah, quite a few players, uh, people on Twitter, I asked. I was like, oh, do any Bournemouth fans know what the deal with Wilson is? And quite a few people came out and were like, he just, all that Eddie Howe does is lie. So don't listen to anything he says. Yeah. Um, but it is what it is. So so we both chatted about it, and I ended up bringing King in for Kamara, who I've still had on my team this entire time, which is pretty hilarious. Uh, but I brought in King thinking, you know, Wilson's probably not going to play. And the issue... For those that are like, well, what's the big deal? You know, King's also a striker, similar price range. The issue is that when Wilson's on the pitch, King's production is super, super low. Uh, and so I wanted uh, Wilson for sure. But, you know, I probably should have waited Is in hindsight, of course. I probably should have waited and just seen what kind of how it played out. Um, instead, I, I got a little jumpy and I brought King in. Um, it, I would have been better off waiting. I would have had more points if I would have waited and I wouldn't have been stuck with King. So... That was my transfer that didn't work out. Um, I did Captain Sterling, um, which I'm quite happy about, and had the Salah assist as well. Um, and then, like you, Jake, everybody else I've had, you know, two points or one point. Um, I still have Alonzo on my team, which kind of sucks, so he didn't even make the bench today. And uh, I've got Pogba and Rashford to come. My game week rank after the first day was uh, 230,000, which is awesome. It's super, super good, and it catapulted me up inside the top 4K uh, that said, I will definitely fall out of that position going uh, forward here, and um, but that's okay. I'll ha- I'll probably be on a green arrow for the week, and I don't I don't stab people, so I don't have anyone to stab. Um, yeah, I'm gonna be really sad if you beat me even with my bench boost. And it actually I should mention I'm gonna be taking a minus four, so I'm really only up three points on you right now, and you have an extra player, so that could be trouble for me. Yeah. You- you really did get screwed with only with only returns really from Sterling and and Ron Dunn, but it's just kind of how it goes sometimes. It's frustrating, but yeah, that's the way it goes. Yeah, uh, we won't hit the league dive leaderboard today just because uh, it hasn't updated yet, uh, and so we'll wait. We'll wait for next week, and then we'll also um, do the inaugural update of the winner of the uh, Travis Shaw minus eighty PSL league, uh, which I'm looking forward to. So. That's that, Jake. Um, we've got a bunch of questions in the second half of the pod on kind of blank game week 31 and double game week 32. I know we've harped on those things kind of over and over, but a lot of people are just looking for some some more specifics about managing those game weeks. Uh, and so 
I think we'll just let listener questions kind of drive that as we often do. Um, and, and we'll try to sort out how to navigate those two things. Uh, let's take a quick break. Stay tuned. Welcome back to the second half of the pod. Jake just got a big boner because Hazard struck a laser, so he's a all laser jacked up beam. now. Oh, just caught. <laughs> Jake's really happy now. So he was crabby the whole first half of the pod. One banger of a goal, and Jake's in a good mood because he brought Hazard in. And suddenly, everything that Jake said about all of his transfers being shit is completely rectified. So that's that's got you feeling good, huh, Jacob? Yeah, now only two-thirds of them were shit, so much better. Yeah. All right. Well, good good job. Uh, so we're going to split the second half of the pod uh, kind of into like Game Week 31 and Game Week 33 questions. Some of them are kind of like repeating, but I wanted people to have a chance to kind of get their their thoughts on it. Um, we'll move through some of them a little bit faster than others because, like I said, some will, will cover two things. So uh, FPL Virgin, he wanted us to start the second half. He said, can Marco tell Jake off in a Sean Dyche voice for playing his second wild card too early? I, you know, I've heard Dyche speak before. I can do a lot of voices, but but Dyche is a tough one. He he talks really really fast with like a very challenging English accent, and it also sounds like somebody just like crushed up a glass bottle and made Dyche drink it. Like that's it. So his <laughs> his throat's like so raspy. You know, I don't I don't know I don't know if I can if I can do it. I it'd, it'd be something like, oh, here's the thing, Jake. You really did a bad job with your second wild card, and uh, the team's doing this and that, and, and Jake sucks a big one, and uh, that's just kind of how it goes. And that's about as good as I can do. I, I tried to, I actually tried to drink glass this morning to make my throat do what his does, but I can't do it. Yeah, for so. the pod. Actually, I thought that was pretty good as an American, you know, to another American. I thought that was a pretty good effort. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, tried my, tried my best. Um. So let's get into, let's get into it. Um kind of talking about uh, 31 first. So some people are going to be free hitting in 31. And uh, so Guy kind of is going to lead off our questions here. He says, if you're on free hit 31, which players do you think are essential? Uh, I hate the word, but fair enough. Also, should I get a mega cheap bench in order to maximize my first 11 budget? Cheers, fellas. I wanted to start off with the second part of that question, Jake. And this is just strategy when playing your free hit chip. So most of us will probably free hit in 31 uh, 32, 33, or 35 this year. Um, my strategy when I build a free hit team is I actually start with super, super cheap players. So I will go into the game and I will select the cheapest goalkeeper that I can, the cheapest defender that I can, and then it depends a little bit on team structure. I'll probably run like a 3-4-3, might favor the offensive side of things a little bit. And so I will probably have two defenders that are like 4.2 or 4.3 i'll have a goalkeeper that's like 3.8 or 3.9 um i'll probably have a midfielder that's like i don't know what's the cheapest midfielder right now i think there's actually i think there's defenders that are sub four so i'll probably go there and there's like uh maybe a midfielder that's like 4.3 or 4.2 so i actually start my team by doing that uh because then i know exactly how much money i have to play with um do you is that what you do as well jake or no kind of i always get a little bit nervous and i try to try to field um i mean sometimes i'll start with that but i i like to have like one guy that might come in off the bench and usually he's very cheap but like i know he's going to play just in case yeah um so uh, 
I guess there's a little bit of a difference between if you're free hitting in 31 or 32. So if you're going to free hit in 32, you're looking for all double game week players. Uh, and so most players that you bring in will be playing one at least one of those two game weeks, right? Mm-hmm. So you can probably be a bit more aggressive in terms of not having bench coverage. Whereas if you're going to free hit in 31, uh, you know, it's going to be more single game or all single game week players. And so maybe you do want like one bench guy just in case for that coverage. But I think like Jake said, you maybe want to go with someone that is, um, you know, that's, that's still cheap that will cover you. So, so my move is kind of like fill in those super cheap spots first. Then I select my three or four premium players that I'm going to bring in. And then I build the team, the rest of the team out based off of, of the funds that I have left. So that's just kind of my strategy. I think there's a lot of ways to do it. But in terms of like essential players, so like who are the, the guys that you want to have? Um, again, I, I don't necessarily think that there's such thing as essentials. I think we've definitely seen that this year, especially when we're talking game week to game week. Maybe long term, you could argue that there's essential players, but um, I think it's a lot more about team structure. And so I would argue that, you know, the, the best matchup is probably the, the Liverpool-Fulham game. And so I'm going to want uh, double Liverpool defense. Um, you know, you have to kind of make that decision between Salah and Mane. Personally, I'm probably going with Mane right now just to free some funds up so that I can get some other players in. Um, you know, Chelsea have a good matchup against Everton, so I'd be looking at them as well. Um, you know, and then outside of that, I, I would probably be looking, you know, like at some Bournemouth attack um, and then filling the rest of my team in with just players that I like that that fit the mold. Yeah, so uh, I was a little bit confused. Are, are we talking about this is for 30, 31 per Yep, yeah, for the blank. For yeah, the blank, I would yeah. I would agree with with that. Um and then probably be a little bit interesting probably consider at least double Bournemouth with maybe Fraser and Wilson. Yeah, Sean uh, Murphy did a, Yeah, he asked uh, based on today's results does it change your thinking for 31 like in terms of Leicester Bournemouth West Ham, Everton, Newcastle, like from those not, you know, top, like so Chelsea and Liverpool are obviously going to be the, the big picks, you know, teams from those those two. Um, but what about like the other teams? And I think Bournemouth is definitely a team to talk about. Um, and you like the offensive side of things, Jake. Yeah, I, I do for them. That's true. We didn't, we should maybe mention like a couple defenders, but like I think Liverpool would be the way to go. Um, if you're looking for cheaper defenders, who maybe considering West Ham, I mean, Huddersfield's mm-hmm. offense has been pretty anemic. Although that being said, West Ham just gave up two or three goals to Cardiff. So it, it's risky, but I mean, at least Fabianski and goal maybe. Yeah, I, I think so too. Um, you got to pick on that free hit. I think you like, so for me, I'm just looking to like maximize fixtures and so I'd definitely be looking at West Ham. I know that their back line's not great, but just playing against Huddersfield, um, you know, you could you could make an argument for most of the teams, with the exception of Fulham and Everton. Um, you're just kind of taking a risk with any players, right? Um, and it's this constant, like, balance between, you know, offense and defense on this free hit because, you know, personally, I'm not going to pick, like, a Bournemouth attacker and then double up on Newcastle defense. You get what I'm saying? Like, because they're going Completely. against one another. Mm-hmm. Right. So I, I'm going, f- like, for the free hit is a chance to go for broke, a chance to maximize the points. Don't, don't mitigate 
your losses, right? Or don't mitigate points by saying, okay, I'm going to do a Bournemouth attacker, but I'm going to do a Newcastle defender. Like, no, just go all in on somebody. And if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But it's the opportunity to fly. The potential for points this week is much lower because there's less total players. So, um, you know, just go go for broke, I think. When you, also, when you use yeah. Hit chip. Also, I think something that we should mention. I don't think it would be wrong to go double Liverpool attack with how terrible Fulham have been defensively this whole Premier League season. Like, yeah. you could even consider like a Firmino, Mane. I mean, obviously, hindsight's twenty twenty. Like that would have worked fantastic this week, but maybe not the other. But like, you know, I'm not playing with the numbers, but maybe like Salah, Firmino might be a little bit of a stretch, but it might be doable. Right. I Well, that's what I was going to say as well. I think that if you're going to do Salah and another attacker, it gets pretty tough, doesn't it? Just from a budget perspective. Correct. But I mean, at least Firmino's not a ridiculously expensive forward. And and that's the other thing is there that week without, you know, without Man United, without Arsenal, um, without, oh my gosh, um, you know, Harry Kane, the, the forwards are all cheaper. So you, right. you might be able to swing still having Salah if that's the way you want to go. Although I agree with you. I would be leaning more Mane at this time. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Jim's asking FPL. Jim says like, who's your one player for game week 31? So I guess you could kind of think of it as like, who's your, who's your one captain pick? Like if you're free hitting, who's the one guy to get in your squad? Um, you know, it's a tough one. Like I was convinced that it was Salah uh, that you, you just wanted, you have Salah, you can captain him, you're good to go. But God, I watched him today, it was so hard. It, same as last week. Like, people keep saying, oh, he's just a little bit off. Like, no, he's not a little bit off. He's terrible. It It, it is so bad. Uh, it, it's hard to watch. He's He doesn't combine well. Like, there was that play, I know you probably didn't see it, but there was a play where Heaton took a, a goal kick. You know, there's a lot of wind today, messing with Klopp. And it, it literally goes right to Salah. It lands at his feet. He was he received the ball with a 10-yard head start um, on, I don't remember if it was me or Tarkowski, one of the center backs, or Taylor. I can't remember. I think it was Taylor, actually. And he had a 10-yard head start with about, I don't know, 50 yards to go into goal, 1v1. Mm-hmm. He gets caught by Taylor, and the ball gets tackled out of bounds. He could have slotted it to Mane. He could have shot and scored. He just gets caught because he's, like, way off. So I don't know if he's the one player. Like, is it Mane? Is it Hazard? I, what are we thinking? I would, I would again, lean Mane. It's, it's hard because Mane isn't usually that guy we consider as a, a obvious captain shout. Um, in the beginning of the year, there were some people going with him kind of more as like, oh, I'm just going to do a differential than Salah, but it, it worked out. And I think right now is that time again. Here's a word for all you oversee fans of our pod load management that's that's the question for sala is it just like he's played too many games i i i don't know i think i think he's starting to get burned out and just the type of player that he is he he just can't he can't play these minutes twice a week jake's been getting load managed his entire life you know what i'm saying well i mean I'm not gonna lie, I wouldn't be able to do that either. But I, I think it's just that too was, much for him, and he's just too—he's too tired. It was a sexual thing. Like, yeah, I, I figured. I just tried to yeah. ignore it. Yeah. I mean, both both players again produced kind of the same stats this week. So they both had five shots, Mane and, and Salah, five shots and three attempted assists. You know, last week um, Mane had zero shots and zero attempted assists. Right? Like, 
it's interesting. The the Mane continues to put up goals here while Salah I mean Mane's underlying sets have been fine, but Salah's when I look at the two have been better in most regards. So it's a tough one. I guess the other guy to just consider or to think about is Hazard. Um you know, they have a they have a good matchup in um in Everton. Uh, I know it is away from home and and you and I both kind of agree that the away from home thing is a little bit tricky. Uh, you know, this last week against Wolves, the match just finished. He, he was on one shot and two attempted assists, which is not great. But, you know, he does feast well against, you know, average to below average defenses. He's not, you know, I mean, I know that's kind of an obvious statement, but he, he's a player that does t- tend to prey on, on some certain teams. Um, he's a bit erratic. We don't know, like, you know, home form, away form. So that makes me less nervous about the whole, like, away match thing. But he could be a player to consider as well. I I don't know. I, I don't like to say that players are due goals, but like he hasn't really had a haul in some time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree with those statements completely. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sean Murphy also just asked, like, 431 and 33, who's the best pick out of Wilson, Iguain, Vardy, or Firmino? Um, and that's a good question. I mean... I do like Wilson a lot, especially for the price. That's the big thing for me is just the price that he frees up. Uh, Vardy has been on absolute fire lately. We haven't hardly talked about Vardy at all, Um, but statistically he's been pretty decent. I mean, Leicester have not been super positive, you know, like just in terms of like what they've created, but he had four shots, two attempted assists this week. Um, Only had one shot the week before, but he had a goal and then another four shots the week before that. He's starting to get on the end of things a little bit better, kind of like what we'd expect from him. I don't know that like the form continues, but the matchups are certainly there. You know, he's one to look at as well. I mean, I think any of those players, they have good matchups, right? And they're all on decent attacking teams. Uh, agreed. But I, I would, well, I feel like Firmino's kind of in a class above just because of the matchup yeah. with with. Fulham like Fulham are just the they're the worst team in the Premier League probably in a long time I I mean I don't know but the amount of goals they give up I mean they're they're giving up multiple goal games like you just expect them to give up two goals which I think is something you can't take for granted but then between the rest I I really do like Wilson I feel like Bournemouth have feasted on bad teams and he's almost like knock on wood almost always due for a goal against a bad team where Vardy, I, I mean, I think Burnley's defense is suspect, um, but it's I would be a little bit more scared with Vardy because he tends to score goals against teams that hold a higher line, and Burnley are so good at sitting back. They don't. Yeah, that's true. They don't expect. They don't want to get countered. That's like the one goal they don't give up. So that worries me a little bit for his price. Hmm. Quality point by you there, Jake. Yeah, Burnley does tend to to set a deep back line there. Yeah, I would stay away from Iguain. I mean, he didn't do much today against Wolves, and I, you know, I haven't watched a ton of his play, but I, I don't, just don't think he fits the role for Chelsea personally. And the Chelsea's just relatively anemic offensively, anyways, aren't they? Agreed. Great, great, yeah. great word choice there. Yeah. I'm a genius. So, uh, Peter Gray says thoughts on taking a hit or two on players that do play in the blank, but are are kind of like bench fodder. So, if you'd move Billing to Brooks, um, it's an interesting question. I mean, 
you know, most of us during the blanks are going to have our bench fodder out on the pitch to make sure that we have 11 players. I don't know if Peter Gray like just has that dope of a team that he doesn't have to worry about it. Um, if you're not playing that player, I would not be taking a hit on them. If it's a player that you just need to get out, it's not necessarily a terrible idea. I mean, Brooks is pretty cheap. You can get him out and you can hold him. Um, I think we have to be careful with Brooks, though, because he came off in that game early for an injury. uh, So we've got to wait for news on him, though. Yeah, that's true. And then, you know, like a player like Westwood, for example, um, today kind of scored an outrageous goal that, you know, kind of bent in because of the wind off the corner. But, you know, he's he's another interesting player that's had a few assists on the year. You know, 4.5, I've got him on my team. He's just not a player I'm, like, expecting to get points, but I can throw him out during the blanks. Um, There's this this kind of notion about taking hits for blank game week players. So if you were going to play zero guys uh, and then you take a hit and you, you, you know, you take a minus four and you can get a guy out on the pitch, there's, there's been some question like, is it more worth it to do that? Because it's only like a two point net. Does that kind of make sense? Right. It was either zero or two. Have you heard this idea? I've, I've gone down this, this trail before and i feel like it's not a fruitful trail to go down especially <laughs> with lower price guys because you're just really like brooks was a great start this week for me for huddersfield and you know he got three points and he did come off early and maybe if he played the full 90 it would have been different but but that's probably one of the better matchups that you can have and you're just like you said, it's kind of like you're just hoping, but it's still a very, very long shot with those guys that they get a return. You know, they're priced that low for a reason. So, you know, even best case scenario, their team keeps a clean sheet. You're still minus one. So I almost just consider not taking a hit. So, Well, what about the, the players like, the, for example, a Bournemouth player or a Leicester player or a Burnley player that they have, uh, they have matches in 31 and 33? So now, like, if you if you didn't have players for 31 or 33 and you take a hit to bring them in for 31, they're going to play in two matches for you instead of just the one. Does that change the approach? Yeah, I think that's – I think that does change the approach a little bit, so. Yeah. Okay. Um, we have a couple other questions for Blank Gaming 31, but I'm, I'm kind of going to – we're kind of going to jump over them. We've, we've covered the bigger topics there because I do want to get into Gaming 32 and I don't want the pod to run – too long so a uh, game week 32 you know we have some confirmed we have some confirmed doubles we have some unconfirmed but likely doubles in 32 um we won't know exactly if game week 30 like which games are, are confirmed doubles i think until after game week 31 so it's leaving a lot of managers kind of in the dark with ex- their exact plans uh and, and making it a little bit well, a little bit challenging, just frankly, to, to put a team together for that game week 32. Uh, a lot of managers have been either planning for 32 with transfers or are going to free hit in 32. Uh, and so we just have a number of questions that you know are kind of specific to that game week now that people wanted us to hit on. So let's do it. Emma wrote in, uh, those free hitting for the double game week, any stats suggesting the best composition of teams and ideas for players? So I think she's talking kind of about like team makeup uh, in terms of of um, like double game week structure, uh, and it's a tough question. I there's not the my response is that there's not a ton of statistics suggesting like in terms of formation or teams necessarily to go with. Um, it, it's it's a it's challenging because 
with the double game weeks, especially with the top six sides, we know there's going to be player rotation, most likely at least. Uh, and it makes it really, really hard because you want to try to get guys in that are going to play as close to two full matches as possible. Um, but the reality of it is you're not going to hit on all the players. Yeah, I, I agree, but I guess I would lean more toward just just going for the best matchups with players rather than trying to fit a formation. Um, mm-hmm. You know, like lean more toward like Manchester City if they for sure do have that double. You probably want two attackers because they just score more goals than every other team. But but having one one of their defenders is a good idea because they still have a good chance to get cleans. And you're not going to get faulted if you switch that, if you do a vice versa. But just kind of like an in general thinking. And like Chelsea, to me, maybe, you know, going with like Hazard, one defender. I I don't know. It's, it's a very difficult question. Um, you just kind of have to play around with it because price is going to, be a factor it's it's really hard until you get into that but that's that's what i would say just generally yeah last year somebody did come out with um an article and i'll i can dig for it a little bit um but i remember chatting with quite a few people about it and we talked about it on our pod some people did do a little bit of research on towards the end of the year here is it better to kind of favor attack attacking or defending players so like you know, what what types of players are going to score more points towards the end of the season. And if I remember correctly, the the statistics were showing that there's more FPL points in attacking players towards the end of the year. And I don't know if that's because teams kind of get loose with, you know, like mid-table teams are like, oh, we're good, we don't have to worry about it. Um, or if that's because the top teams are like really pushing for, for those top spots and they play better lineups and, and try to smash teams. I, I don't know exactly. I don't remember the reasons, but if I remember correctly, you know, they had said there are more FPL points kind of available for attacking assets. So, you know, I, I could see that type of argument, right? Like I don't, I haven't played a three striker lineup. I don't, th- I think I only played it once the entire season, but like on my free hits, I probably will. I'll probably go with kind of more attacking lineups um, because I think that there's more points there. And also because it's kind of more fun. Like just, I know that's not what the game's about. It's not about fun, but um, that might be a, a reason to do that as well. Yeah, definitely not about fun. Yeah. You haven't had fun the whole year, have you? Nope. I uh, definitely oh. not about that. Not one instance of fun for Jake. Yeah, um, I can I can hit the next one. So Steve, uh, Felipe Anderson is he the biggest FPL fraud of all time? Yes. <laughs> you just want that's, to, you want that's yeah, done. <laughs> <laughs> Do we stick or hold him for the blanks? Uh, I am free hitting in thirty two, wild carding in thirty four. Um, BB, what would that be? bench boost? Jake. Bench oh boost. my god! <laughs> Had to think about it. Had to think about it. Uh... I've already used it. That's why I couldn't come up with that. Uh, Bournemouth assets looks far better. Why do I let you read questions? I don't know. Um, (laughs) BB. BB. Be back soon? Um, Okay. That's a tougher question. Um, So, yes, Felipe Anderson is the biggest FPL fraud, but I think if you have transfers and you're not having to worry about bringing players in, in for blanks then great but eventually i would get rid of him like i'm holding him this week because i i need 11 players and even if he gets me another one pointer 
for coming on the field in the last 10 minutes because uh oh god is it, it's Pellegrini because like, Pellegrini doesn't have anyone else to play there um but I mean then you get rid of him as soon as you can I would say and then he'll probably score a goal I'll share your misery and we move on from there yeah, I mean, he played another solid 45 minutes this week before yeah. getting yanked. Zero shots, zero shots on target, zero attempted assists. So pretty solid performance. Yep. So I would say, you know, fuck him off as soon as you can. Uh, he followed that question up, though, with uh, already have Mads. Is Frazier the best player to switch him with? I'd say, yeah. Like, And then you have a little more funds to play with, too, right? Agreed. I mean, Frazier being 6.1, he'll probably go up a little bit. Like... I don't know why I haven't kept Frazier in my team. I mean, I know they had some tough fixtures, but he is by far the best budget player this year. Yeah, it'll be interesting at the end of the year. It'll be fun to do a pod where we kind of, that's what we normally do at the end of the year. We kind of evaluate like the players and moves that we did and didn't make. And I have a feeling that we'll be looking at him uh, for a while. Okay, uh, I'm going to ask the next question because we can't let you ask any more questions ever again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raj said, uh, can you ask Jake to stab Frazier and Wilson so that Brooks and King are Bournemouth's only first-choice attackers? Jake, willing to stab two more players? I don't know. Um, well, I brought Frazier in, so no, I can't do that. <clears throat> Wilson, yeah, yes. I li- no, I, li- I like Wilson. I, I like do, too. I like I mean, both those players. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why Raj. I... We're probably not going to gain a lot of like supporters from this, but for some reason, I, I just like Bournemouth. I just feel like I I root for them. Yeah, I guess I, I kind of see like what you're saying. I don't know. They'd like try to play good football. I, Eddie Howe is a liar, but it's kind of cool that he's been at the club so long. Like, you know, you just don't see that with clubs anymore, like hanging on to managers. I know that they've been relatively successful, so it's easy to keep them on, but you know, they've had some some up and down years as well, so... Um, yeah, kind of cool. Uh, so no, Raj, we're not doing that. Stop. Nobody would ever stab somebody else. Only a psychopath would do that. Uh, Queen, FPL Queen asks, is it okay uh, for you to send over Jake now to stab Anderson? Wow, everyone's very interested in your knife skills. Yeah, I mean, sure. <clears throat> On my way. Do you, even know how to, do you even know how to stab somebody, Jake? Um. Yeah, I, I watched this movie. I think it was Robert De Niro. He... he showed how to stab someone properly so oh it's a good thing to know you have to know how to hold a knife if you're going to stab someone or you can really hurt yourself you know that yeah right? yeah exactly okay just making sure that you know mm-hmm. don't ask how i know uh fpl drunk said last week it was all about brooks for bournemouth now that wilson's back should we choose frazier over brooks instead they seem to have a good understanding on the pitch kind of another brooks frazier question it is a tough one between the two of them um you know brooks frees up some funds frazier uh, I, I think is just on more set pieces and, and maybe, I don't know if he's necessarily sees the ball in more dangerous areas, but he definitely gets to serve more balls. in. I mean, if you were going to pick one or the other, who would you pick? Yeah. I mean, this was a while ago, but I actually looked at their stats pretty intently and I had to go Brooks cause of price. Like it freed up some funds. Brooks mm-hmm. has a higher XG um, by a little bit, but Frazier together has a higher X goals and assists um and it's because his xa is off the charts yeah, um, yeah so, so that's expected involvement or whatever right yeah expected, expected goal involvement it, together yeah. so i, I mean <clears throat> i think frazier is the the better option and now this is an easier question especially with brooks possibly being injured i, I didn't mm-hmm. i haven't read about it too much because i really am not gonna do anything this week anyways i i 
I can't burn another transfer to, to take Brooks out, but if I was lean one, leaning one way or the other, it would be Frazier. Okay. Um, Bobby Love, I'm currently able to field nine players for 31. I can field 11 if I do Sterling and AWB out uh, and can maybe bring in Hazard and, and Rice for a minus four. Planning a free hit in 32 wildcard 34. Is it worth it? Um, I I don't know. I th- I think I think that that's fair. That's a fair move. If you're going to free hit in 32 and wildcard 34, because then you'll have Hazard and Rice for um for 31 and 33. That move that we kind of talked about. So I do think that's a good move. You with me on that, Jake? I agree. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Lonesome pundit asks oh, what to do to do with Arnie Seller keep. So you know we haven't. He, there's a name that we haven't really talked about hardly at all, have we, for a while? Mm-mm. Last yeah. time I remember uh, so, Arnie, he was drawing drawing stuff on his cast. Yeah, he drew, drew that guy having sex with a pig. You know, he does what he needs to do, right? So this week, uh, so he came, he's kind of been like, he was hurt for a while, then he was kind of back. Then there was some talk that like West Ham is, or, you know, like the, the club is upset with him. I don't, I don't know exactly what's going on, but... He's played sporadic minutes in the last five game weeks. So 22 minutes, 26 minutes, zero minutes, 20 minutes, 45 minutes. A lot of managers were looking to him for these for these blanks just because, you know, he's kind of has been in the past their talisman player. I, I just don't, I'm not seeing it. I mean, I have a hard time justifying keeping him. I agree. I mean, if you can get rid of it, he's kind of like Felipe to me. If you can get rid of him, get rid of him. Um, but if, but if, if you if need you, to hold him this week to, to fix other things on your team, right. you might as well. Right. Yeah, so that's the way I see it is like if you have nine guys and you have Arnie, you should bring in another game week player and just hope Arnie plays one minute. You know what I mean? Like just hope he gets on the pitch. If you have 11 and you have a transfer to make, then just move him out. Right, that's that's how you have to decide at this point. I don't think he's a good asset. I'm just saying that's kind of how you handle it. So yeah, and, and moving forward, there's no reason to hold on to him. There's so many better options with Wilson, uh, Jimenez, Rondon, Glenn right. Murray. Like who can forget about Glenn Murray? Fucking Glenn Murray, another banger this week. There's uh there's some chat that that Brighton are going to get like a random double game week just because of like TV scheduling or something because they still have a game that needs to be rescheduled. I think from the FA Cup. And uh, if if that's the case, I don't know exactly where it's going to fall, but but if it falls somewhere favorable and the matchups are even slightly okay, I think I'm going to triple captain Glenn Murray. I th- I think that's completely actually. When Emma asked how am I going to beat everyone, I should have just said triple captain Glenn Murray. Fucking done. Let's go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, all right. So captain shouts for the week. Um, the best matchups for sure are, are are the Fulham Liverpool game and the Everton Chelsea game. I think most managers are probably going to fall on Hazard, Mane, or Salah. Is there a pick outside of that that is attractive um, that someone might want to also go with? I mean, you, I, I don't love doing this, but. You could um, just go with a Liverpool defender and hope they get an yeah. assist or goal, yeah, and and get a clean sheet as well. And then if you wanted a differential, I, I would say Wilson would be a a good differential if you don't have any of those players or can't get them in. Right. I think that, I don't know that there's anything else we have to say about that. Right. Like the captain choices are just really limited this week. You know, Fulham have just been really bad, and so maybe you just captain a Liverpool player and be done with it. 
I don't, I'm not going to tell you who the best one is. I, I, I kind of lean Mane right now just because he's on form and he's been so good. Um, you know, I want to keep believing that Salah is going to get better, but it's just like when I watch him play, I'm just like, no, it's not, it's not happening. So, uh, you know, personally, I'll probably have to end up on Salah because I don't, don't necessarily have a better pick. Um, I might be able to squeeze Hazard in this week to my squad, and then I, I would have that decision to make. So, I don't know. That's that, I guess, huh? Yeah, that's that. I I will have to think about it for a while because I have Hazard, no Liverpool attacking assets, so it's going to be a tough week for me. Okay. Okay. Good luck. I hope it goes no, okay thanks. for you. Thanks. I don't know um, if you really actually mean it, but I hope you do. Yeah, I don't give a shit how you do. I really do. Other than that, you're just whiny. Then, like the like, if you do bad, I like it's to the point where I just want you to do well, so I don't have to hear you be like, oh, no, I'm constipated. No, I just yeah. want to hear it. You know? Yeah. All right. Um, follow us on Twitter at DiveFPL, Instagram the Art of the Dive, online DiveFPL.com, and on Facebook. Uh, again, we're starting that league uh, for Jayco, one two seven four eight seven dash. 136760. I'll post the code in the description of the podcast, so check that out. If you want to join Slack, send us an email uh, with your email address or DM me on Twitter with your email address so I can send you the invite. It'll go to your, your email inbox. You'll have to join from there. Um, download our podcast basically wherever iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Podbean, uh, Pocket Cast, Castbox, Overcast. Um, please make sure to, to subscribe, um, you know, rate it. Uh, leave a review that really helps us out and then the other thing is if you follow us on twitter um really would appreciate if you uh like and retweet the podcast like when i put it out you don't have to but like if you interact with with us on twitter and a lot of you guys do this a lot already so thank you for those that do um but it's really like the way the podcast it's our primary source for podcast spreading right now uh is through twitter and we're trying to find some other avenues to to get it out there but um we kind of need to to move it and that's the way we do it so um emma wrote in what is the most adventurous thing you've ever done i don't know if she was referring to fpl or if she was just referring to you know the end of the pod questions Mm -hmm. so jake what's the most adventurous thing you've ever done and don't tell us about that one night in college you know what i'm saying (laughs) wait this is for life this is for i don't know what you do what you want to do you make it Um, make it yeah well i did race as a giant sausage mascot I don't know if that counts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> All right, quick, really quick story for the pot. Uh, Jake Jake was a mascot for this baseball team where he literally wore a giant sausage costume and other giant sausages raced with him. I went to the baseball game with my whole family when Jake and I were roommates in college. And uh, Jake was like, oh, you're at, you know, he's texting me. He's like, oh, you're at the game. I'll come find you. So he comes find me and he goes, hey, man, I get to race in the sausage costume today. And I was so happy. I was so, I was like, yes, like this is good. This is the whole reason I came. So the the race starts. It's the seventh inning between right. Right, wasn't that when they mm-hmm. did it, Jake? Right, like yeah. okay, after the seventh or whatever. So the gun goes off. Jake takes three steps and he falls over. <laughs> he just like you know he doesn't fall immediately. He takes three steps and he starts stumbling. Right, so it's like <laughs> yeah. he's going left. He's going right, and you just know it's happening. He's going down, and I could not. I was almost crying. I was laughing so hard. He, he falls. He just he face plants right onto the ground. It's this giant sausage costume. People in the entire you know it's a stadium of like how many people are in there, Jake? Do you think usually like thirty, forty thousand? Yeah, everybody's fucking laughing at him. It was hilarious. The entire thirty thousand people just laughing out of control. Uh, yeah, yeah. So Jake did that. He you did finish the race though, didn't you? You got for the up. people. I did it for the people. 
And then you came back to me. You like you changed out your costume. Nobody knew who it was you. You came back to me and you were like, "The costume's broken, man. It's not my fault. Like <laughs> it was broken. Swear on swear on my mother's grave. I mean, she's alive still, but it was broken." Oh, I really hope people listen to the end of the pod so they get to hear that. I really they deserve that story. It was awesome. Um okay, we we need to be done now. We need to get out of here. Um Good luck with everybody in, in Blank Game Week 31. Uh, if you have any other questions or things you want to chat with us about, uh, send us something on Twitter. And I uh, hope it goes well. I'm Marco. And I'm Jake. And remember, you should die. <laughs> <laughs>